Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Gaming Fix on this November 10th, 2018. I am your cowpoke host, Andre Cole, joined today by Alex Galinas. I grew up Howdy, on a farm. mister. Yeah, I, I grew up on a farm, by the way. <laughs> so, oh, well, we can, maybe we can you're talk more cow of a cowpoke than I am. <laughs> I owned two ponies. Or I didn't know my family owned two ponies when I was a child. Sick. That's yeah, great. we never we never really trained them. Uh, also joining us today uh, is the, the rowdy, the, the the rowdy lady in the in the bar, Erica <laughs> Hernandez. That's me. You know me. I'm high energy all the time. And when when you drink, it sounds like you you get up to some shenanigans. I don't know. I really I can't <laughs> think of anything. I I just been playing a lot of Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready to smash a bottle on the counter and start shanking fools. You know the real the real move is to smash it on your own hand and then stab someone. You've been around me drunk before. Yeah. You're the only one on this podcast that has. That is true. <laughs> All I did was sing heart. I was gonna say, does it just involve a lot of karaoke? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I really want to. Do I want more of those drinks from that place that we went because those were so good. Yeah. <laughs> it got you so fucked up, but they didn't taste like alcohol. Yeah, those were dangerous. <laughs> I had real. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, inside baseball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this week is a, a small podcast. You know, people have things going on. It's life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Pat's off doing some board gaming stuff. Sam, I don't know. He's sleeping. I guess. Allison's knitting, you know, just normal things. So uh, we're just going to probably do a, some deep dives on games we're playing today, maybe, because we got extra time. I don't know. Uh, so, Alex, how about you kick us off with whatever you've been playing? Yeah. So um, as you guys know, I did Extra Life last week. I don't yes. know. Uh, I don't know. Has Will we be putting up that Jackbox party pack thing as a... Uh, <laughs> does yeah uh does pat have that archive I, he should i think, I think so. or it's on our facebook isn't it i don't even know yeah Do we streamed no, it was on twitch i don't we streamed it somewhere we last week instead of a normal podcast that's what uh we play jackpot jackbox party pack five uh as part of alex's extra life stream yeah. uh, and that was a good time yeah, I yes. don't know. I don't know where that video is, but it'll try to be up somewhere. Yeah. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, Gaming Fix or Fix Podcast on Facebook, uh, you can find that probably. Probably, but either Pro- way, probably. yeah. So that was that was part of the Extra Life stream. Extra Life was an interesting one this year. <laughs> uh, for my particular cause, I was raising money for the uh, Stollery Children's Hospital in Edmonton, and ended up raising five hundred fifty bucks, which wasn't mm-hmm. bad. Uh, didn't end up doing the full 24 hours, got about 14 hours in. And then there was some personal life stuff that happened and had to be addressed, but, uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again next year. If, mm-hmm. if you guys are interested in doing some extra life, maybe we can organize something, another yeah, Jackbox sure. or something like that. But yeah, no, I played a bunch of games this week, actually. 
usually I'm like, oh, I'm too busy to play games. And you would think this week I would say that because uh, we're in hella crunch in my work. <laughs> December 1st is when we're launching stuff and we're, in, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're putting in time. Yet this week I'm going to have like three or four games to talk about with you guys. Wow. wow. Well, we've so, got the time for you to talk about that. Yeah. Thank you, Extra Life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so first one, I mean, that we can kind of talk about as a collective what did y'all think of Jackbox Party Pack number five? Was it your first Jackbox or was it? You know? I have played all of them. I've put in the most time with one and two and also played three. I don't remember what's in four. I don't, I don't think I own four, but I've played it. Uh, but, I Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say Jackbox five is very good. I've uh, I own them all. Um, I bring them to Thanksgiving every year. Um, well, actually, it's like a second Thanksgiving my family does. We do another one on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday after Thanksgiving with like my dad's side of the family and they're more fun. So they enjoy <laughs> Jackbox. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, it gives us something to do. So we're not all just sitting around like house school, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to make awkward small talk. So, yeah, but yeah, they're uh, all fun. The uh, like, it's nice to see them take like some different approaches to the games because a lot of the games are just like, oh, type of type of funny thing. And, you know, it's still type of funny thing, but it's like the rap battle game was very funny because it's like Mad Libs and you're getting to type more and like be a little more creative than just like, yeah. here's a funny one liner. You yeah. know, here's two funny one liners. Yeah, if you if people listening, if they haven't seen the stream, my husband joined us for it and we are really bad at dissing each other, apparently, (laughs) which doesn't feel right. (laughs) But it was like, you know, his uh, everyone had like their own strategy kind of for going Mm -hmm. into uh, the game, which is really funny uh, and like cool to see the way different people approach the game. Like Alex just only complimented people. I, I feel like I should have won that last battle because I called him out on it. But, you know, <laughs> things happen. Yeah, when I couldn't think of stuff, I tended to go for uh, an I'm great and you suck type rhymes mm-hmm. as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's totally a way to go. I think I was the first one to actually implement like an insult into the rap battle, like, <laughs> like a personal attack. And I was like, oh, man, this is too mean but then you know it kind of kicked off everyone else doing it so that felt good to everyone yeah. else join in on that you were the instigator us, all yep. to be mean to each other <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember what the other games in that were oh there's like split decision which was it was all right once you like, figure out what you're supposed yeah split room which was all right once you figure out what you need to do which is like make a would you rather that is actually like oh man what would I rather do and then <laughs> You can learn a lot about your friends playing that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it. That's kind of a weird game. It's not bad, but it's weird. It's yeah. I, you know, the, all their all the party packs have some weird ones. Yeah, uh, I'm taking a look. There was also the patently stupid one. That me. That one. That, yeah, that was all right. It's got promise. Like if you yeah, think of yeah. something really good. 
yeah it can be really good but you have mm-hmm. to have something yeah and then we played some tko oh yeah but the other games yeah the other game was you don't know jack which is oh, obviously yeah. you don't yeah, you know what you don't yeah. know jack is and it's, there was some action game that we did not play right yeah it right, sounds uh, like you so don't bad. know jack in the newest party pack is better than in previous versions like they just kind of made it make more sense for like the party pack type game because before like in the first one it was only like four player max and there was like weird stuff but yeah we played some quiplash 2 and some tko and still very fun i okay yeah just never mind continue please no no it's don't worry about it continue yeah no i don't know i think of the jackbox games i've played which is actually one three and five all the odd numbered ones uh i think that rap battle game is probably up there in terms of just overall quality and just yeah the the text-to-speech is so dumb (laughs) it's real good it's real good Uh, if you if you write too much it does cut off which is a shame but i understand why they have to do it yeah absolutely i i understand as well and i think it was fine i think it was almost better for it because it just made it stupider (laughs) yeah definitely yeah no jackbox totally recommended so if you guys want to play a fun game with friends and stream it potentially then do it yeah, uh, definitely a good game for the holidays. I am very much looking forward to be backing in the, back in the States so I can play that with some people uh, yeah. in just over a month. Cool. Um, one of the other games I played, I've got about two or three hours into, was one called CrossCode. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with CrossCode. Uh, that's the hipster whale game where you, you play as a, a frog jumping across a command line, right? Uh, I wish Crossy Code would be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Now I need to see Hipster Whale making Crossy Code. Dang, I didn't even think about it. But um, I saw a tiny bit of you playing it, but that's all I've got. Yeah, it's um, like I said, I'm about three hours in and it seems like a very vast game, probably like a 20, 30 hour game. So I'm going to reserve a lot of my judgment for it. But so far, it's kind of a top down think snes final fantasy style game or chrono trigger style game uh, but with extremely deep systems and really charming characters so uh like the combat system can get pretty deep like you have multiple things you can do for defense uh, versus dodge versus like uh all-out attack and then you get party members and it's very active combat it's not turn-based at all uh the characters are really charming so far really good dialogue uh yeah i don't know um I don't think I'm deep enough into it to have a solid opinion, but I can see it easily being a very overwhelming game just because there's so much going on. There's so many systems like I'm in the first major city center and already have like something like 15 side quests on top of the two main quests. So, uh, yeah, I'll get back to cross code. So let's just leave that one there. But, uh, the main game that I played this week and that we're definitely going to have more conversations about in the coming weeks and month is the missing jj macfield and the island of memories this is a sweary game yes yes yep sweary beloved japanese designer and developer and director of games like d4 and deadly premonition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so have you guys ever played any sweary games before uh i 
I have been intrigued by them, but I've never played any. Or um, I might have played one. I can't think of it though. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I would say I'm a sweary fan. I played through Deadly Premonition and loved it at the time. Uh, D4 I thought was very flawed but very charming. Uh, never played Spy Fiction, but uh, <laughs> it's like his PS2 weird ass game. But uh, I'm a backer on his Kickstarter game, The Good Life, which is the thing about like people turning they, into dogs and cats at nighttime. Yeah, and, that, yeah. I want to play that. And yeah, it's very weird, but um, I think that's probably one of the best things, or one of the most common things you can say about Swery is that his stuff is really weird. Uh, <laughs> like it's, if you think Japanese weirdness turned up to 11, then you have Swery. <laughs> and he's one of the only Japanese developers that I really see that continues to do that. Like everyone else like, is kind of tamed down, maybe except for Yoko Taro, but uh, Suda. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're cut from the same, like they're different weirdness, but they're like, they're, they're like own auteur style kind of, totally. if you go into a pseudo or a sweary game, you know what you're going to get. That's true. Like uncle death makes total sense to me in Suda, a Suda game. Yeah, yeah. Just like, um, a, uh, <laughs> a stuffed animal that text messages you in a game is something I would expect from sweary, which is what happens <laughs> in this game. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to say, uh, this game has more donuts than Donut County. Wow. Yeah. But are they as big? Um, no. Because <laughs> some of those <laughs> yeah. take up quite a bit of area. Um, but okay. no, there's, there's about 300 donuts in that game. And I don't think there was 300 donuts in Donut County. Are they collectible donuts? Yes. food donuts like what What are you doing with these donuts so these donuts are collectible um wow but, but first let's talk about what kind of game it is because wait no no why do i why do i want to collect these donuts yeah <laughs> so the game itself is kind of like uh limbo or inside like kind of a side scroller you're controlling this character and jumping around an environment where there's kind of predetermined stuff that's set up and you're more or less interacting with it um the difference between it and something like limbo or inside is that when you die in those games like that's the end of that particular segment you respawn and you start it over and then your goal is to figure out how to get past it without dying basically mm-hmm. um with the missing that death and that grievous bodily harm that's actually like one of the core mechanics of the game uh so it's not a roadblock you actually want that so um the way that works is your character, JJ, you'll get, you'll run into a barbed wire fence or something like that. Right. And she'll lose a limb, but she's like, okay, that's fine. Um, I, I can like, if it's one of her legs, she can be like, okay, I can still hop around. You can pick up that limb, that leg, and you can like throw it at stuff. So if there's a box that's above you, you can throw your leg at that box and it'll fall down. Or if, uh, there's a fire, like the entire area will be on fire. You'll light yourself on fire and be screaming, but then you can like go and uh, light all these plants on fire that were blocking your path. Like, like you do, like you do. <laughs> and, and you, you, you learn pretty quickly that she has the ability to regenerate herself. Uh, so you hold R or uh, I think it's square on a PlayStation controller and you kind of reset yourself and you're fine. You regrow your limbs you heal your skin, you're good. 
Uh, you can die. So it basically, if you get down to the point of being a rolling head and get killed by something, if your head dies, then you're done. Uh, and the checkpointing was not great. <laughs> there were certainly parts where I was like, oh man, that took, that took a really long time to get to that point. A checkpoint really would have been lovely, but you know, um, regardless. So, um, the donuts, <laughs> Uh, you always have access to your cell phone and the donuts, the amount of donuts you have are actually little gates. They're not explicit gates, but they will kind of lock content. And one of the main story delivery devices is getting text messages from your mom and your friends, but it's not actually getting text messages from it's going through memories. Uh, hence the Island of memories, but I digress. You get these text messages, you read them and it's actually really charming. There's like uh, five, side characters and then two main characters that you're getting texts from and that's dictated by the amount of donuts you get and all of those stories are really 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 well written um like they all have their own through lines they all have their own ups and downs they all have their own personalities that are really well defined and uh it actually made me really want to collect those donuts like i have finished the game and i'm intrigued to go back and collect all the rest of those donuts to see how all of those stories actually end because I've gotten to them to the point where they're pretty close to ending, but I don't know how they ended. So I might put another hour or something and collect those last donuts, which can be pretty hard. Um, I think the game, well, you guys haven't really played sweary games, but one of the problem with sweary games is that he always has really interesting stories, really good characters, uh, stuff like that. But the games tend to kind of be a little shitty. <laughs> for the lack of that's, better term. that's always been my impression. Like deadly <laughs> Yeah, like they can be they like can, a kind of a bad game. Yeah, like, like they can be gameplay wise, ugly. but like everything else is kind of unbelievably weird that it gets a pass on that. Yeah, like deadly premonition profoundly flawed game really ugly terrible voice acting uh just so much negativity to that game but it is one of the best games that's ever been made in my opinion just because the story is so just good <laughs> and the characters are so good like uh, i that's just a sweary thing and this game is no exception the reason being the controls are a little janky. Sometimes you mean to make a jump and you don't hit it like you would expect. <laughs> or okay. like um, the animations can feel like, like, oh God, why is that person basically just like falling down and standing up and falling down and standing up? Like it can be clunky. Some of the puzzles, the solutions feel a little obfuscated and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say that really ruined things at all um, because the story is just so good. <laughs> like, okay. it's really, really tough to talk about why I talked about it with Erica, uh, separately kind of spoiled her on the ending and to why it's so good. But yeah, like, it sounds real good. That combined with how the like text message kind of thingies, those, those happen. Uh, it's really hard to talk around. <laughs> okay. It's extremely hard to talk around, but like, Yes, the um, animations are bad. The gameplay can be clunky. The puzzles aren't great. Sometimes the voice acting is a little bad, but I think it's 
in solid argument for one of the top five games of our game of the year this year. Uh, okay, so what you're saying is that I should go ahead and push my left mouse button right now. <laughs> I would think so. It's um, it's not a short game. It's about five hours, uh, six, seven, okay. if you want to be really thorough with donuts. Uh, but like, <laughs> yes. But one I'm of the things that with those I would say about it is it's extremely progressive for a game story. And like, I'm really su- genuinely surprised that something that progressive came out of Japan of all places. Like, what do you mean by progressive? Like politically or like pushing um, like game stories forward as a medium or politically. Okay. And maybe kind of game stories. Okay. <laughs> like, I know that's very ambiguous, but, uh, we will have to have an explicit talk about the end of that game in about a month. Okay. Well, I am. I just purchased it and will install it now. Wonderful. Um, the only problem I encountered with it uh, in terms of playability was if you're using a PS4 controller plugged into your PC, which I assume is you're yes, playing Yes, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, the PS, it doesn't map the PS4 buttons, and for some reason you'll need to hit the, uh, the start menu, basically, equivalent, the options menu. Uh-huh. to get into your uh, uh, your cell phone. And for some reason, oh. that didn't work for me at all, so I had to switch to keyboard and mouse. Hmm. Oh. I wonder if I just run, like, DS4 Windows or whatever, if that'll j- and emulate an Xbox controller, if that'll fix it. Maybe. But yeah, that was the only issue I ran into controller-wise. Hmm. But yeah, no, it that's a game that we will certainly be talking about soon. Okay. Good to know, and I, I was interested in this game, so good to hear that it's it's worth playing. And all the reviews on Steam seem to be pretty positive. Yeah, I was looking at Metacritic, and it's hovering around a 78, which I think, for a swear game, that's kind of high, but um, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's something special. I still need, I still need to play Return of the Oprah 10. Yep, yeah, that's also same. on my list. Um, okay, well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Alex? Forza Horizon 4 is real good, but uh, I think we've kind of run that Fuck well. yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't touched it in a while just because I've got other stuff going on. Uh, there's, you know, there'll still be stuff, new stuff to do whenever I get back to it because uh, it's seasonal and stuff. So I look forward to going back at some point. Uh, they're probably going to announce some DLC uh, today at this Xbox thing. Whatever, like maybe whatever the first DLC pack will be. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. I wonder what it would be. Like, would it be a new area? Like, or other, well, something other than car packs? Well, yeah. So what they did on the last one was they did the Hot Wheel and like Forza right. Horizon Three. They did a Hot Wheels Island where all the roads were like made out of like the orange track, and like they went up in the sky. And I think there were loops and shit. That's super cute. Uh, they did announce uh, some Hot Wheel cars for the game. Uh, so like classic Hot Wheel cars, like the one that has like a skull on it and stuff, uh, you know, and like the ones that are like super long and have the giant engine on the front. Those have been announced for the game. But and then there was also like one that took place on a mountain and it was all snowy and like in a blizzard. But now they have the seasons, so not really a reason to do that. But I imagine they'll do new areas because they haven't, you know, they haven't covered the entirety of England yet. 
England's not that big, too. They could. Yeah, they could. It'll be like the crew, but England. Maybe they'll take on (laughs) all of the UK. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I've I've got my eyes on that stream as we're doing this podcast. So we'll see if they announce anything. I'll let you know during this podcast. Uh, So is that, that it for you, then? Yeah, I think so. Um, anything else I touched was less than like 20 minutes. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Erica, then what, what do you have to share with the class? Um, so I tried to finish Delta rune, which is not a very long game because it's only one chapter so far, but sadly I did not finish it because I've been watching the world chess championship. Um, (laughs) which is weird, but is cool. Um, I think, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know a lot about chess. I know how to play the game. I don't know how to play the game. Well, um, like I I don't, I know the rules, but I don't know like what popular openings there are and stuff like that. Like, uh, my husband teaches chess to middle schoolers. So, uh, he knows a lot more than I do. So he's been watching it and I kind of weirdly got a little bit into it today. It was on Twitch, which was cool. <laughs> and uh, actually, I th- it wasn't the official stream was on Twitch. It was like like the chess.com stream was on Twitch, which was just like the board and like two like grandmasters talking about it. And uh, uh, I'm mostly excited because the challenger is a dude from brooklyn who's like my age and i'm pretty hype about that hoping he wins i hope he magnus carlson has been the uh the the winner for the last couple of years and uh good name yeah it's pretty good name (laughs) but the the challenger is fabiano uh fabiano caruana caruana which is also a pretty cool name. He's like Italian American. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's, um, it's pretty interesting. The, the second game was today and they tied, they tied the first game too. And high in chess work is just like stalemate. Okay. So it's super weird because I was like, Whoa, the game's over. There's so many pieces left, but like (laughs) what happened was they both like look at each other, I guess. And they're like, tie. And they're like, yeah, because it's just like, it ends up being like common ways that people normally tie eventually. So they, they kind of, you know, they're good enough at chess to recognize that they're going to just go into a stalemate in like the next 30 moves or so. (laughs) And so they're like, okay, yeah, it's a tie. And they both just agree on it, which is weird. And the, the, the time rules are really weird. They get like an hour and a half. And then after 30 moves or 40 moves, they get like another, hour and then like i don't know there's some weird thing where then after a while they get 30 seconds for each move that they make and it's i don't know there's some really strange rules in chess that i don't know about (laughs) but i don't know it's super interesting to have on in the background (laughs) of what you're doing i was doing homework and had it on (laughs) speaking of things that are interesting in the background not to sidetrack too much they just announced cats and pandas are coming to minecraft Hmm. through this really weird like paper craft like trailer where everything was done with like actual little figures and was like stop motion with that's cute yeah that's something 
anyway <laughs> what, was, what was the last time you opened up minecraft i'm curious <laughs> uh 2012 okay maybe 2013 i don't like minecraft i tried to play it with some friends but that no yeah what about you alex curious probably 2013 if i was to guess yeah i think yeah it sounds about right it's, I was a nanny, so I opened it like a couple months ago. <laughs> but I, you know, like I think it's uh, really good, but I don't know. It's just <laughs> I don't think it's for me. Yeah, like it's a little too directionless. I liked it a lot when I first played it, um, which was like right after it came to the Xbox 360, um, and I played a whole bunch of it. And then I just stopped Like I was doing nothing but Minecraft for like, I don't know, two or three months and then just stopped cold. What, what was your coolest build? Like what was something that you look back on and you're like, oh, I actually remember building that and having a good time with it. Um, I built like a weird greenhouse in the sky that was really intricate and fun. But yeah, that's about it. Mostly I, I also did like a really complex and way too organized like tunnel into the ground for mining but like i <laughs> it was like bothering me when they were like when i'd get into big caves with enemies so i would like bring supplies to like shape it the way i wanted it to look after <laughs> but i don't know i just got a little too, i think it's too much for like the crazy parts of my brain where i can't like i can't shut the off like that this looks bad and i need mm. to fix it <laughs> like kind of the perfectionist part of your brain yeah and like i don't have a lot of that but for some reason minecraft did that for me <laughs> it brought yeah. that out <laughs> yeah totally i um one of the things i did was a absolutely just massive piece of pixel art like probably like <laughs> 200 by 200 <laughs> and god it was kind of relaxing to just put on a podcast or music and just do it like like have a picture reference next to you and then just kind of do it but i don't know i don't know if i have the attention for it anymore <laughs> yeah same i got a right. job now <laughs> oh sorry that's my doorbell i got a food delivery oh. that's here um it's okay what, what, you got? Get it. what, what, uh, what you get we ordered from a diner boo you coming you gonna yes, go yes, get yes, yes, our food okay you said yes 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 it's food time um, <laughs> okay. yeah um so what was i saying oh let me tell you about delta rune hell yeah okay oh, wait delta wait rune. okay just breaking news uh swearies the good life is coming to game pass that's interesting yeah the good, so life good news for the game where everybody turns into cats and dogs at night yes uh, so good news for fans of swery and people who have an xbox or probably pc i don't it'll probably be on pc uh, then I don't yeah, know. everything on xbox game pass is also on pc no that's not true uh, most things the uh, xbox games are on pc but uh, it has to be on the windows store so yes if it goes to the windows store then it'll be on game pass that is accurate yep Anyway, please continue. Delta Rune. Delta Rune. Um, it? it it it's like it's a game that's basically Undertale. If you liked Undertale, you'll probably like this. If you think Undertale maybe doesn't hold up in 2018, you're probably right. Um, and this probably won't do anything for you then. I'm enjoying it, but 
I'm definitely cringing a little bit at the humor here and there. But, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's it definitely feels a lot like Undertale, um, which is fine, especially because it was free. <laughs> is it the same developers? Yes. Okay. Uh, developer. developer. Yeah. Right, just the one dude. Uh, yeah. And it's only chapter one right now. From what I understand, there will be more eventually. But uh, he's got to figure out how to fund that and maybe also get more help to make it. What, you mean those PlayStation Vita sales aren't going to buoy him for another seven years? <laughs> I guess not. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is free. Um, it's for Mac and Windows, which was cool. I played it on my MacBook Air. So, it you know, you really don't need to... You don't need much of a computer to play this thing. And, yeah, when you first launch it, there's an end user license agreement that says something along the lines of uh, you will accept everything that will happen from now on and that's it. <laughs> so you just have to accept it <laughs> in order to play the game. Okay. Are there any choices in the game where it asks you to accept something? Or um, yes or no? And what um, happens if you say no? If you say no to that one for like the the oh, yeah. first one, uh, it, it just doesn't watch the game. But I don't know if there's. Oh, you know what? There is something else that said uh, right at the beginning when you like create your character, um, it says something like, "Do you accept that you know this is your character or whatever that this mm -hmm. is what you look like?" And I said no, and then it just continued. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you you said yes in the e eula so <laughs> yeah. that makes sense exactly <laughs> that's pretty but funny. um yeah it's it's very cute the, like it, when you're creating your character there are a lot of like weird options like it asks you what your favorite blood type is and your that's options a very japanese type thing to do your options are a a b b c and d <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it asks you, like, what your favorite kinds of foods are. And I'd be like, sweet, salty, um, I don't know, savory, uh, pain, and cold. <laughs> so, sure. yeah. Like, one, one, one taught me caught, one taught me pain, one taught me savory. <laughs> I got the order wrong, but it's fine. But yeah, um, so so far, I would say that I'm not sure if this is meant to be the same world as Undertale, but um, there's at least one character from the first game, uh, Toriel. She's the your mom in this. Uh, and yeah, it's it's real weird. I'm going to try to not spoil a whole lot of it and just talk really generally because you should play it it's it's as far as i understand it's about three hours i'm probably about two hours into it and it's free um and but yeah so you you you're in like your school you go to school your mom takes you to school and uh when you're there you get you get told that you need to pair up for like a group project and uh or pair project but nobody wants to be your partner because you showed up late to school and everybody's like, oh, no, I got a partner already. But also there's an odd number of students in the class, uh, not including you. So you should have a partner theoretically, but I don't That's know. Scary. It's weird. 
but I don't know. But then, uh, <laughs> then uh, somebody else walks in. Somebody named Susie, who is the school bully, and uh, she ends up being your partner. But uh, you have to get more chalk because there's no chalk in the classroom. So you, the teacher sends you to the supply closet where you find Susie eating the chalk. And then she's afraid that she's going to get expelled. So she's like, I'm not going to get expelled for doing some dumb shit like eating chalk. So I'm going to like rip your face off. <laughs> and then she's got very scary teeth. So she decides that she's going to like, you know, try to beat you up instead but then i don't know i forget why but she's like nah, never mind um, <laughs> and you guys go to the supply closet to go get more chalk instead um, but the uh supply closet when you go inside has no walls and <laughs> is like i guess uh transporting you to another dimension and it's uh well, you like fall, the ground falls out from under you eventually, and you start uh, fighting some enemies with like playing card motifs on them. Uh, and it's it's very much Undertale. Like you can see the Undertale fighting mechanic, like the dodging of mm -hmm. like it's like bullet hell ish. Um, there's maybe a little more Pokemon to it in terms of like the fighting or the options available and you also don't have to you don't have to uh you don't have to fight anybody you can do you know the undertale thing of like trying to talk people out of it it doesn't appear though that like that's actually going to change anything i think actually specifically in the game they say that like your choices don't matter in this game at all so i think you get the same ending no matter what um well, but, uh, yeah, I imagine if this is just like a, hey, we're going to try and make a sequel successor to Undertale, then I imagine that they're just like, hey, here's here's the story we want to present and not worry too much about putting multiple endings into a three hour thing. Yeah. So, it's so kind, of, kind of like the Minerva's Den of Undertale. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm still playing pacifist um i guess just because i kind of like seeing what happens like you know you have like the options of like you know go give somebody a hug <laughs> and yeah. cute things like that <laughs> have you encountered any dogs no and it seems like i'm not sure yet i, I might be i'd be jumping the gun on it but it seems like maybe snails are the pomeranians of this game mm, what mm. Mm. but i'm not sure Okay. I'm, I'm not positive yet. That's, that's that's a downgrade. That's my guess. Are there yeah, any, Pomeranians are real good. Are there any skeletons named after fonts? Not so far. Uh, my understanding is that one there is one. Oh, okay. I haven't got I haven't come across one yet, but noted. I, I have heard there is one. <laughs> there's a, a a TP system, which uh there were some toilet paper jokes but uh it's tension points where if you allow your it's like a your soul i guess to get close to the bullets and the bullet hell parts you build up uh tp which your uh your partner um who's like a prince you get a, oh you get another you get another party member um at some point and your your other party member uh 
is a prince and he uh will like he could cast magic with the tps and it's usually uh like healing i think is one of them or he can make people go to sleep it's cute it's fun i'm having fun with it it's not it's it's more undertale you know whether or not you want more undertale i feel <laughs> but for free and if you enjoyed undertale this is this is fun the, the story seems real strange uh i, I don't want to go too far into it but essentially uh the prince that you come across of is the the prince of darkness and uh he wants you to come with him and seal off a fountain because he believes you're like some prophesized creatures that were supposed to come and he was waiting for you or something i don't know but i don't know where that's gonna go yet <laughs> hmm. but it's cute it's fun um the music's real good like how it was in undertale it's still real good I, I put it on our list today for best music i don't know if we'll make it the cut but i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it qualifies it's not a it's not a full game listen you <laughs> Hey, in seven years, if <laughs> if Delta if Delta Rune chapters two through five come out, <laughs> then we'll consider it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's you should play it. It's fun. Uh, I I did enjoy Undertale. Is there are there any ghosts in this game? I don't remember if i've seen any ghosts yet can i lay down on the floor and eat a sandwich i have not eaten a sandwich have you laid down on the floor i think i did once actually oh. <laughs> i'm not sure though <laughs> okay well that's delta rune what, what's the website delta rune.com or something i think so dot biz delta rune.biz i don't know i'm looking it up now delta rune.com Okay, you can play it in Japanese. That's the only other language they have. So if you're trying to practice oh. your Japanese, Andre. That's neat because it took a long time for that game to get um, announced or like localized to Japan. But my students really like it. Wow. So it gets very popular amongst junior high schoolers. <laughs> they can so. play it immediately if they want to. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be like, hey, do you like Undertale? Oh, well, there's Delta Rune. And I'll teach them like you move their letters around and Undertale means Delta Rune. Yeah. That's, that'll be I, that, fun. I didn't realize that when I read the name and then someone pointed out, I was like, Oh, uh, Oh, <laughs> you get it now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. He said like, he's not willing to work more than seven years on any one game. Mm. And like, that's, that seems wild. Cause, like, I mean, if you're going to try and do it and then you're going like, to get like seven years. Nope. Okay. That, we're done. <laughs> That's what? enough now. <laughs> and they're like not gonna put like not, I don't know, you know, who knows what he actually means, but like is he just not gonna put it out? Oh, it looks like they're showing forts of stuff. Um but are they yeah, are they not gonna put it out and then like just work for seven years to have nothing to show for it? Like yeah. and then what do you do with about all that money? And that's real wild. Okay, this looks like a mountainous area of England. Lots of winding roads. That could be cool. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where uh, they're not putting any subtitles on. Um, oh, there's some lightning. Uh, Northern Lights. Okay. The swamp. Okay. Castle. Yeah. English things. Things that look like they could be in the game already, but 
you know, just adding more of it. Um, but yeah, so what I've been playing, uh, I finished Danganronpa 3 V3. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah, that you game's did. Got a, that game's got a fucking <laughs> man. Like, it, oh man, yeah. I, I did not know that it was divisive until after it happened. So uh, the Forza DLC is called Fortune Island. Uh, so, by the way, just so you know, everyone in this podcast actually knows what happens at the end of Danganronpa. Because yes, yes, but there are people who are on this podcast who are members of this podcast crew who have not played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I will say, okay, if you don't want to know the ending to Danganronpa V three, skip ahead like two minutes, maybe. Maybe it's a talk we should say for the game of the year. 2018's 2017 game of the year. Yeah, maybe, but that game, that, that game just goes. F- okay, so yeah. not too many, <laughs> not too many spoilers right now. But that game just, it just like f- does some weird shit at the end. You're just like, wait, what? Yep. Yeah, it it flips the table and then it lights the table on fire and then mm-hmm. it removes the the world from existence around the table. <laughs> that's a great way to explain it yeah (laughs) nothing matters the the, the way the way they set that up is is so good uh and like they leave it open because like maybe maybe everything that we just said was bullshit you don't know uh and like with the way dong and ropa goes either scenario is as likely as the other Mm -hmm. uh so i and since that team has now gone on to make something else and there won't be any more Danganronpa, I am totally okay with that ending because it was so audacious that, and I think they did it well enough. Their writing got like, it's vastly improved from the previous two games in like almost every way. It's real bold. Uh, yeah, it was. And oh, it was just like the ending this isn't like really a spoiler, but it directly calls out like the fans of the series and basically accurately predicts their reactions <laughs> to the ending in like an amazing way. So much so that when I saw people talking about like saying why they didn't like, it, I was like, but wow, they just, they really nailed what people were going to say about this. <laughs> yep. yeah, it's, it's just so funny. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Alex just spoiled the entire game for me one night. I asked him to, he didn't, he didn't do it maliciously, but yeah, he just spent like, I don't know, an entire hour or so just going over the events of every single one of those games. <laughs> and then, cause I said that I was never going to have time to play it. And then I went out and immediately bought I went out I meant I went to my computer and immediately bought the first one so <laughs> I could play them yeah. and it's just that that game's a grind it, it it is uh you have to like really dedicate just like okay I'm just gonna go through I'm gonna speed read because like I'm a real I, slow reader <laughs> that's I'm, my problem I'm pretty quick with reading uh yeah. and so yeah I was just like like the audio except in the trials aside from the trials the audio really doesn't matter um and even in the trials it doesn't matter because like but like they're actually voicing all the lines as opposed to like in the regular world they're just like saying like occasional things yeah Um, but sometimes they say pretty good stuff i was playing it with well xavier was playing it and i was watching him because i want him to get to experience what's going on at the end of (laughs) the third one when we get there (laughs) 
and uh, it was a lot of me yelling at him to slow down because he reads a lot faster than I do. <laughs> so he's just like tapping through them real fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> can't see. Uh, yeah. And like, if I ever miss something there, like there's a transcript of everything that's happened. So you can like hit the center button on the PlayStation controller or go into a menu and find like, okay, what, what is everything I just read? So for like the the newest game, like the the most annoying part, and I was playing it with a guide for that part was like the gifts and knowing yeah, what to exactly, give people. Exactly the same system. Great. Uh, I think it's not. I I don't remember the first one because I'm far enough removed from it. But I felt like the system, like things were a little bit quicker, maybe in the third one, or maybe that's because I was actually using a guide. Um, there was an issue where I was giving gifts to a person in a chapter where I couldn't progress their story, which I didn't realize. So I gave them like three gifts, but never got any progress towards like getting their ability. I was like, damn it. Uh, so that was annoying. But besides that, very good game. Uh, and f- man, fuck that ending. So good. Uh, and I was really happy with the surviving characters. Uh, where in the previous games, I was like, really? These are who <laughs> this is who's left? Really? Yeah. I feel like maybe one there. or two characters, but uh, yeah, people should play that game. Um, and then also, uh, do you guys want to hear about Hitman 2 or Red Dead Redemption 2 first? Hitman 2, because I don't really care to play Red Dead Redemption okay. 2. Sure. I don't care to be playing Red Dead either. Yeah. Maybe, we just, maybe we just get that out of the way. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I had no intention of playing Red Dead 2, and then I heard people talk about it, and I was still like, yeah, of course people like it, but like they like GTA 5, and I had no desire to play that either, and <laughs> yada yada. Um, I think I, I talked about it on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to play Red Dead. And then I was like, yeah, I might play Red Dead. And then I watched like some videos that, okay. Like, like it seems a little slow, uh, a lot going around the world and like, you know, very slow paced. Uh, you're not running super fast, even if you are running. Um, it's, it's a very slow paced game, uh, which I don't mind. It's kind of meditative in a way, just like riding my horse. I have not used fast travel once the entire time I've played. Mm. Uh, I think the writing is pretty good. Um, remains to be seen like where the story ends up going uh there's a uh i didn't play the first game but and i know like who's in it and who dies because i've listened to a little bit of uh waypoints podcast about it who who dies in that game uh so like i can kind of make some assumptions about my you know i have like some ideas about what might happen but i'm not totally sure um but really, I just like going about doing my cowboy business. I'm playing as like a pr- pretty and a, a nice outlaw where I'm helping people and trying not to be a jerk. But sometimes you accidentally fire your gun in a marketplace full of people. Oh, boy. On your way to like free some slaves from the guy who's like human trafficking. And you're like, whoops. Yeah. My bad. Uh, you know, uh especially when you're playing Hitman for multiple hours before you play that. And then you go back and you're like, Oh wait, both these games have crazy control schemes. <laughs> uh, uh, there are some really good characters, like characters who I like to spend time with uh, Lenny being one of them. I think he's a real good, there's some real good like character moments with Lenny. 
and then there are some characters who I really fucking hate and I want to kill. And I wish I could just like remove them from the story and the game. Uh, like Micah, I just, uh, I wish there was some choice around that. Uh, I, th- I think that's maybe what the game is missing most is like you have some choice, but the choices don't matter. You know? <laughs> I guess they likable characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Having like characters, but if like, cause they give you like the greet and antagonize options, but like, you don't really have in conversations with characters as like when you meet strangers or whatever, you don't have much of a, you don't have much of a say over Arthur's personality, but I guess that makes, allows Arthur to be a much more realized and likable character. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think the game's pretty good, uh, which I was not expecting to like at all. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but it does kind of, it. I think it hits the Witcher type, like it's a stupid comparison because like, you know, games can be their own thing. But I think out of games that people have compared to the Witcher, it has come the close to hitting the Witcher three. It has come the close to hitting like the things I liked about the Witcher three, Interesting. which were like the one, it's like the kind of environment. Like I love like the green environments. Um, and then like the, the missions you're getting out in the world are like bespoke and you're not just like they they feel bespoke at least, and I'm like, oh, some bandit stole my pot. Go go get it from them. Yeah, and like the story missions usually pretty much always like devolve into a shootout, but um, it is a lot of like every every mission you go on has at least some like bit of character and is like written specifically for this character instead of just like any random NPC coming out and like. Oh, I I got a lot. A lot of people getting lost, but they they all have their own story, and it's not the same story on just different models. Hmm. And like, I have not encountered a duplicate um, story or like a duplicate like side mission. I have encountered. There have been like characters who have shown up again, and then like, there's one character who's like a sharpshooter, and he's like, "Hey, let's challenge each other." And like, I've seen him a few times, but. Uh, Besides that, I've only encountered, I've never repeated like the snake bite thing that people have talked about, which in open world games, stuff like that comes up like, like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's the snake guy. I don't care. I've done that like six times. Uh, And then like later on, you'll meet him again and they'll give you something or whatever. Uh, So it's cool that it's like, it's making me not want to use fast travel because when I go out, I'm finding unique stuff every time. Uh, but yeah, Red Dead 2, that, if you don't think you want to play it, you know, you're not missing much, but I think there are some great things for people who want to play that game. Yeah. Um, I did actually end up watching Dunkey put out a review of it. I don't know if you've watched that, but I have not. He had some pretty, like, it was actually a very balanced review, especially coming from Mm. Dunkey, which is weird. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, one of the criticisms he had for the latter half of the game, I found to be pretty interesting and I don't know if I should bring it up yet. I feel like I should just see if you run into it naturally. I'm in chapter four. Yeah. Four. Uh, but uh, Yeah. I'd like to hear what it is if you care to share. So basically he said that like in the first half of the game ish, like half being pretty uh, nebulous. Yes. That, um, 
like the characters are easily the best part that it's those interactions. It's like, there's a whole slew of characters who are all great. And, mm-hmm. uh, like it's not necessarily the story parts that are the best or the action parts that are best. It's just literally characters and mm-hmm. like doing random stuff with them. And then at some point you basically get dumped onto an Island. And then from mm-hmm. that point on, it's like 95% action and it's just 95% shootouts. And that's about it for the rest of the game. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I'm not there yet. I, I had, I, I am heading in that direction, obviously, as I played the game. Uh, yeah. And now I'm wondering if like, there's like some, maybe some foreshadowing throughout the game, but mm-hmm. I won't know until I get to the end, obviously. But uh, yeah, there are some like character lines with people in your camp where you're like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I could, I could see that going that way based on, especially based on like what people have said about like the previous game and like Mexico. Right. Uh, that sounds like it was very similar, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Cause yeah, like the parts that have been good are like the last thing I did last night was there was a um, like I did like a story mission and then everyone was celebrating about like the result at the camp. And so everyone's like hanging out, singing songs and then, like, they're also interacting with others, uh, with each other. So you can walk around the camp and, like, eavesdrop on conversations. And uh, and then, like, you know, you can say hi to people. And then, like, you can make a callback to, like, a very early story mission where you get real drunk, which is maybe one of the best moments of the year is that story mission. Uh, and then, but, yeah, you sit down or I sat down next to this character and I look at him and I do, like, the greet option and I make a call back to this uh moment way early in the game and the character's like jesus christ no do not do not make me remember that and it was just it felt very good and it made me laugh a lot not as much as the original moment but it felt good to get a call back to that and like it feels like the characters are actually there and interacting with each other yeah. and it they feel like real conversations around a campfire where you're just like yeah how's it going well Okay, then. Sounds good. Or, like, here's the real dour guy sitting around, like, you know, philosophizing on life and death. And, oh, well, I'm going to hell. And I think I know what it's going to be like. And, you know, those weird late night drunk uh, campfire conversations. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I think I've heard about this mission or this, this moment, and it mm-hmm. sounds pretty mm-hmm. dumb in the good way. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Uh, but uh, the other the other sequel uh, is, that I've been playing is Hitman 2. The sequel to 2016's Hitman, A World of Assassination. <laughs> uh, y'all like the Hitman? I liked the first one a whole lot. Played a whole bunch of it. Yeah. I then, really liked the 2016 Hitman. Uh, I actually liked it more after 2016 than during 2016 like i actually waited i didn't play it as each episode came out mm-hmm. i just waited till all of them came out like the next year and then played through it all at once yeah, well let me too. tell you that you'll fucking love hitman 2 <laughs> yes i hear it has all of the, the everything from hitman 1 as well as its own collection so, of everything so if you want everything from hitman 1 hitman 2016 because there there are other hitman yeah. games uh you but Hitman to, 1, we think 2016. Well, yes, 2016. yes. I just, I just want to be clear. <laughs> uh, the game 
So you need to play Hitman 2 on the system that you played Hitman 1 on if you want all the Hitman 1 stuff to come in the game. Otherwise, I think it's like 20 bucks or something, which is not bad if you have not played Hitman 1, but you can probably get that for pretty cheap, maybe. Uh, but yeah, if you just want to spend the 20 bucks, it uh, basically rebalances all the maps to include the new mechanics and like crowd sizes and stuff like that there aren't a ton of new mechanics like people can see you in mirrors which like adds difficulty because like if you try and sneak up behind someone now they're like hey wait wait a second um, <laughs> and that would be like maybe the main new mechanical thing it, it feels a bit better to play than the previous ones um just a little less finicky or than the previous one um, it kind of feels a little like a letdown that that's basically all they added in terms of mechanic like i mean like in mechanical like thing yeah I, there's probably more that i'm not aware of, but that seems like the biggest thing that i've heard of um but they added like you know the scenarios and the maps you're doing are like much more detailed okay. um like let's see i'm trying to think there's five six six or seven maps I don't, I don't remember, but yeah. So you've got like a suburb, uh, Mumbai, which is kind of similar to Marrakesh, but a lot more like condensed, like Marrakesh had like a lot of big open space. Mumbai has a lot more like, um, smaller spaces. The levels are more, uh, like there's a lot more verticality in some of the levels. Um, and like sight lines and like crazy stuff. Um, and there is like some of that in the first one, but it, it feels like they were able to really like, okay, we have this base with, from Hitman one. Now let's like expand out. Let's get a lot more crazy with it. And since they're not like, you know, putting out a, one every like two months or whatever the release schedule was for the first one, they're able, they were just like, okay, we're gonna take two years and we can like really refine all these maps and like the maps in the first game were good, mm -hmm. but they were, they were able to kind of make each one unique and build them up in ways that the maps in the first one maybe weren't. Yeah. I would but say again, those maps are still good. This is just my opinion, but in the first game, it felt like that first map, the Sapienza was, uh, no Paris was the first map. Oh yeah. Second right, map Paris. was Sapienza. Uh, you're right. Uh, I, I guess I still think about Sapienza as being the first major one, but like mm -hmm. that one felt extremely polished in a way that all the others didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so is it kind of like all of them have that level of polish now? Uh, I, I think like I've only, I, so I played through all the maps yesterday. Uh, I, I did the entire story yesterday. The story itself isn't very long, but that's not where like the game isn't about like, Oh, I'm going to do the story and then I'm done. The game is about, it's a puzzle game. You're going in and you're like solving the puzzles in different ways. Uh, and like the game actually prompts you after you finish each map, like, okay, you finished it this way. And now here are like two other ways or like, here are like some other ways you can go about killing your targets. Uh, and in Hitman two or so Hitman 2016, you maybe had two targets at most i'm trying to think if there was ever a map with three um, maybe like there was one map that had three which was like colorado or whatever yeah maybe. colorado had three yeah um this one they all you know was there anyone that had one maybe maybe the last map only had one 
but yeah, so this map uh, or this game has a lot more like um, like side objectives, kind of. Hmm. Like later on, like okay, you have to kill these people, but you also have to find like evidence of something, or you have to find like like how in not the first one you had not let something one. happen. Sorry, in the first uh, one there was the one where you had to uh, like poison that vial uh, or whatever. Yeah, you had to destroy the virus or whatever. Yeah, so there's a lot more stuff like that in this one. Um, it's it's very fun uh the scenarios are very good i don't know which map is my favorite yet because uh, I, I only played each one once i i saved scum my way through because i like finding like okay what is like the the cool hitman spy way to do it the first time and then i like to experiment on later playthroughs and go oh shit i fucked that up <laughs> But, uh, and you can play with as much guidance or non-guidance as you like. Um, but I, I didn't find, I'm trying to think if I found anything as like cool or like silly as like the exploding golf ball <laughs> in, from the first one. Like, like uh, you can unlock a rubber duck pretty quick, or at least if you <laughs> have like the previous game, I don't know how, what exactly I did to unlock the rubber duck, but I had the rubber duck like immediately. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of like, all the, the environments are very varied. Uh, they're more spacious and spread out. Even like the smaller ones have a lot of like stuff going on. It's like more intricate maps, maybe. And it, I think it benefits from that. And I look forward to like doing escalation contracts and stuff like that to experience like parts of the map that I never dealt with before. Cool. Um, I guess I have one question for this game because I do intend to play it. Yeah. But would you say that it feels like a full sequel or does it feel like an, a really polished expansion pack? It feels like... It feels like an expansion pack in the way that, like, you know, MMOs have expansion packs, mm -hmm. or like a Uncharted Lost Legacy is an ex like you know it's a full game, but it's very much building on what was already there. Mm. Which that's not hey, if you thing. like Hitman twenty sixteen, Hitman two, very good. Yeah. <laughs> like that that doesn't actually sound like sound like it's selling it short to me actually. Yeah, yeah. that sounds really yeah, cool. it, like. If it was like fewer map, if it was only like, oh, here's three maps, it'd be like, but it, you know, it's, it's the same amount of content. They're going to be doing the uh, elusive targets, escalation contracts. They've got the multiplayer mode, which I don't think is fully live yet. It says beta. I haven't tried to do it. Mm -hmm. I would like, I wouldn't want to do that against like random people online. I'd want to do that like against you people or like, you know, other friends. I wouldn't want to just like randomly match up with people. Agreed. Yeah, it sounds uh, super neat. So yeah, man, that game's so good. <laughs> like one of the maps is a castle, and and like you know you're going through like different parts of the castle and all the way from like the dock where you land, and then I can go up to like the super highest point of the tower with like you know multiple floors. It just feels so much more. It, it's a lot more vertical than the first one. Uh, because like maybe you had like a three-story building in the first one and that was like high yeah and then there was like i can kind of think sapienza is again the one that comes to mind where you could kind yeah. of like climb that tower into like the, yeah. the yeah. observatory 
Yeah. So you had that and then like Marrakesh had some levels to it, but nothing compared to like Mumbai or um, the castle. And yeah, they're all everything except from the, except the suburbs has like some really tall buildings you can climb up and see all around from. That sounds really cool. Yeah, that it, sounds really exciting. And it runs super well. What are like, you playing on? Uh, on my PC, uh, I ha- I've run it on all high settings. I, it defaulted to ultra on like detail, but like it was a little framey, like not consistent. Uh, but then when I put it all down to high, it was buttery smooth. And what graphics card are you running? Uh, GTX 1070. Oh, okay. That's more modern than mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I imagine like, I've got an i5 and like with the crowds and stuff. Uh, like I 35, I think it's 3570, I think 4570. Uh, I don't know. I have a, like a I five from 2012 sure. to 2013. What I five from around that era. Yep. And it like the crowds are huge. Um, and so I haven't gone back to the previous maps. Um, but my understanding is they've like added people and like added like some stuff based on the, new things in the game like there's probably new items and stuff that i haven't unlocked yet but you do have to like restart over on all your masteries and stuff from the previous game so you if you go into paris you don't have any of the stuff you unlocked that's totally reasonable in my opinion yeah but um does it or will it have elusive targets yes uh sean bean will launch right (laughs) right right. i forgot about that what they call it the unkillable the undying undying that's what it was yeah yeah (laughs) So, yeah, you can look forward to that in the future. Uh, But, yeah, so he is going to be on the first map, Miami, uh, which is where the race takes place. Uh, So you can, yeah, I would get it before then. I think you bought it, didn't you, Alex? Uh, I have not yet. It was on sale for 30% off on Green Man Gaming, but Mm -hmm. it seems only in the U.S., so I need to Uh, get to it. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, if you just make a U.S. account, then you'll be fine. Oh, just uh, making a U.S. account would work? I don't know. Uh, well, you have to use a VPN to, like, say you're in the U.S., because that's what I did. Because I have a U.S. account, but I'm in Japan. It was like, it's not available in your region. So I had to I had to use a VPN and use, like, a different browser and go, okay, now I'm in the U.S. That feels like one step away from piracy, even though you're still exchanging money for it. <laughs> hey, I'm exchanging it's legal legal it tender for legal goods <laughs> drm is bullshit fucking, it is fucking region-based sales oh, what it, it is still it is still giving money to io interactive and uh using u.s money i'm not using like fucking rupees <laughs> like, go smash some pots and give them fake money i like yeah no they, they got their money fuck off didn't you say someone <laughs> in the game you overheard a conversation talking about vaping and uh, cryptocurrency yeah yeah the like, there's a really good like ambient dialogue like <laughs> it's not over the top but it is just like silly enough like in the final map you're at like some cult meeting uh, as you do yep. you're a hitman you know what do you it's you're at a cult you're, or you're you know you're assassinating cult people um the story in this is like it's so weird it's like the story doesn't matter but they like needed they like 
I don't know, felt the need to make a story to justify why you're killing these people. So you don't feel uh, bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they could just say, oh, hey, you got hired to kill this person because of X, Y, and Z reason. But no, they're in a cult and they're bad. Like, <laughs> like an Illuminati style, like they're trying to run the world from behind the, sh behind the scenes. Uh, but yeah, so there's like, you know, this rich person cult and you're walking by and this guy just goes, if our son had his way, he'd spend all this on crypto and vapes. <laughs> and wow. there's like tons of writing and Easter eggs like that throughout the game. Uh, That's pretty fun. Yeah. And there's like, there's an exterminator who like gets like, apparently he doesn't actually kill bugs. He just, he puts them to sleep. <laughs> And then he like captures them all and sets them free elsewhere. All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> which, which then like you use that as like a clue, like oh okay, well if I I take his like poison and I put it in the fumigator thing, then it'll knock everyone out. It won't kill them, so then I can still get Silent Assassin. So you're basically dropping a sick fart on them. And it's yeah, like... basically, it's so sick they all pass out. Well, uh, you just sold a copy of this game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, there were like, you know, the most disappointing thing for me when I play those games is like, oh man, I'm just going to snap this person's neck. That's no, that's not right. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta like get them in like a really amusing way. Uh, but, or like, you know, like this, I'm going to make this person puke and then I'm going to take them to like, make them go to the toilet and then knock them out there. But that seems fucked up. Cause you're going to choke them out while they're trying to puke. <laughs> I don't like like what I don't know what that would do to a person. What I mean, and yeah. And also, as you choke them out, they're like, "Please don't!" And then they're <laughs> they them. Yeah, uh, and then there are like seventy something challenges per level, and like you know, you're gonna get multiple per playthrough, probably. Um, and yeah, it's it's very fun to like find the uh like opportunities and then like see them through to the end uh like there's one in mumbai where you can make someone else who someone else is trying to assassinate the same people you are so you can like set them up to get assassinated by this other person but you have to like do the work to get them in the right spot so they can get killed which is, uh, really cool. you know, that's like another fun way. But you could also go about the same set of actions and then they would just be, um, you know, you could set them up to kill in different ways. So lots of ways to kill people. Uh, you can go, you know, I feel like if you wanted to go in guns blazing, it would be much harder in this game because there are more people. But I don't that's know. A good thing. I opinion. want to go back and play like the Hokkaido map from one in this new one because I didn't play that one as much. Hmm. Yeah. You know, all of these talks are making me realize our game of the year podcast this year is going to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because, man, man too. <laughs> well, <laughs> while I think last year we kind of came to a lot of consensuses, despite, you know, let's say mm -hmm. Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> like games like that or edith finch and stuff um, uh -huh. i think there's going to be a lot more games where one or two people are going to be ultra behind them mm -hmm. and like fewer that are going to be universally agreed upon as being super yeah. awesome I mean, that might be the case and like i 
I feel like there have been fewer must plays this year. Yeah. I can think of three. But there have been some very good games this year. Just not must plays. But, you know, what everyone's definition of a must play is going to be different. But yeah, like Zelda is kind of a must play, even though I didn't like it. Yeah. Or at least at the time it was a must play. Now I'd say, no, don't play that game. (laughs) Same with Odyssey. I mean, Mario yeah, exactly. Odyssey, not, not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'd say the same thing. Though. But that was that based on the way people talked about that. That was kind of a must play. Or no, wait, no, that Origins was last year. Origins was kind yeah. of a must play, <laughs> and then it wasn't. Oh, that's that, so. It's the worst. In my yeah, uh, Shadow of the Colossal Tomb Raider. <laughs> that's a that's a big Tomb Raider. <laughs> Or is it the colossal tomb and you're rating it? No, it's a 20 foot tall Laura Croft. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, please. That sounds hilarious. I play that game. Does she get text tomb- messages from a from a stuffed bunny? Tomb Raider in a bind. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if that joke works, nope, but I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Video games. They're good. You Anyone going to play that Tetris effect? Nope. Mm, no. Probably it, not. It seems like it's amazing in VR. I don't have VR. And <laughs> I like Tetris, but I don't care that much. Do you My like no Luminese? I do like Luminese. Luminese, whatever. It's <laughs> Luminese. <Luminous. laughs> yeah, I know. We're, 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 we're riffing on Sam while he's not here. <laughs> Oh, I'll do it when he's here too. That's yeah. uh, it's true. <laughs> I sent him every picture of any kind of that whatever that Lumines store is in Japan. There's like a department store oh. called Lumines, yeah, in Tokyo. And oh. I uh, when I was in Japan this summer, I sent every single picture I could find of that store to, to Sam, saying, "Oh, look, it's Luminis. <laughs> uh, found a Luminis over here." Did you play the uh, demo for oh, that was that. up like last week or something last weekend? Nope. No. Uh, I played it and like when I, I think I saw like Giant Bomb play it on the extra live stream for a bit. Mm-hmm. And there was like, so it, this is just if they made Luminous as Tetris, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like the, when you move the blocks, it's like changing like, or it's making like, you know, variations to the music and like the level they were playing the variations were like a little like mouth noises like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know something like that just like mouth noises mouth sounds if you will Uh, (laughs) mouth silence uh thanks neil yeah uh but and, and but then when i was actually playing it by myself i was like oh this game i totally get it now it's like basically if you had like a music visualizer and then put tetris over it Mm. and then also when you like play tetris it made the music change a little bit you know it's very it's very much luminous just in a tetris form that's pretty cool because previously i would say the best game that did that in my opinion was actually peggle and peggle 2 like the way as you were hitting pegs, everything was in 
the key of the music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then as you would mm-hmm. clear more pegs, it would actually change the music and like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, so it was really cool. So knowing I don't that Tetris that effect has a similar effect on the, the soundtrack in the background, maybe I'll check mm-hmm. it out at least. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a shame that that demo was only for the weekend like that. Yeah. That seems cause like it, I can totally see how it'd be easy to go. Oh yeah. A Tetris game. Okay. I've got like 30 versions of Tetris already. Why do I need another one? That's kind of why I didn't, wasn't running out for it was I played so much Puyo Puyo Tetris like this year. (laughs) So like, do I need more Tetris? It it is like, it's a very relaxing form of Tetris. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, but yeah, I could totally see not wanting to spend the $40 on it. Oh, it's even though it, 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 yeah no see that's like the big like i was like if it was cheaper i could uh, 40 like i was looking at like jj mac or missing yeah it's it's also um only on playstation 4 by sony right yes i don't know Um, if it's by sony but it is like it was made specifically with like psvr in mind you can play it without one um but it was kind of like, oh yeah, check out our Tetris game in VR. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it'll ever come to anything else. I might go back to passing on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if it goes on sale. If it goes uh, on sale, one hundred percent. Yeah, and like I, I was really into the music they were using too. Um, so at least one of the songs. There were only like two or three songs. I think three songs in the demo. Yeah, but that game it's like a game of service like they have like weekly events where like you're like everyone's playing to get like a group high score i guess or something man i don't know to what end me. I, I, don't, I don't know to what end like you're playing the like weekly events like that stuff it's, sounds cool yeah it it sounds very cool and like the work like you know the music and stuff is very, you know, maybe look it up to see if like the music's actually up your alley. But yeah, like even without VR, just like in a dark room, it was like a very cool experience. Yeah. Okay. But I only played three levels and then I, I was sad when I was done with those three levels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about news or anything? So, the missing oh yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking about that game man i'm gonna give you okay. something that's not a spoiler but will further contextualize what i was saying earlier about how it's really progressive uh i said i told erica about this too um you open as uh jj who's this lady in university right uh-huh. uh, very blonde wears a red coat she's actually a really cool character design and you start on this island with your uh, starts as friend Emily, but it's quick to see that she's your lover, Emily. Like, okay. So it's a very open, like uh, gay relationship, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the very first text that you see in the game is quote, this game is made with the belief that no one is wrong for being what they are. Mm. And where they go from there is just so good. You we need to we need to talk about that game in, in for realsies terms. <laughs> well, I, I I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna play it. I, I gotta 
I'm dumb and I didn't like finish planning for my lessons, even though I should have and had time. So I better, <laughs> but I'll probably, I'll, maybe I'll play a little bit and then I'll plan for some lessons later and then I'll play some more. If you get some, How long uh, did you say it was? Like six hours or something? Uh, if you go for a lot of donuts, yeah, probably like six. You could probably rush through it in like four and a half. But um, if you get stuck on a puzzle, just send me a message because some of those puzzles are really stupid. How, how hard would you say it is to find the donuts? Are you doing like really weird, like esoteric shit to like get into like weird spots to get a donut? Occasionally. I would say okay. the majority of the donuts, no, they're pretty obvious. Like what you have to do, even if it takes time, okay. there are a handful where you'll be like, oh, that's what I had to do. Well, I wouldn't have thought of that immediately. Okay. And like, you know, I'm fine with that in like a puzzly type game, but as long as it's not like, okay, then you have to like cut your arm off over here and you have to run back like two screens and then, um, are you do are you doing that? Are you having to like backtrack a lot? Um, just as a hint, there will be times that you'll want to be just ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I figured that, but yeah. okay. And then go back like three screens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, wait. How much slower are you when you're just ahead? Not terribly much slower. Okay, that's good. Figure like you don't have the legs, but you've lost so much weight that you can just kind of you can kind of move. You can go. You can book it as a head. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of booking, that's going to be another podcast on the books. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. That all right. <laughs> that's where we are today. <laughs> Uh, you have something else that you'd like to add as like a an epilogue, Erica? Uh, my dinner's cold, probably. <laughs> what you what you got? What you got? We ordered from a like a Greek diner, so I got like a like a I don't know like a chicken plate with like a gyro type thing. Like a, like a, a what? Like a souvlaki? Yeah, yeah. No, wait, no. What did you say? You got a what? I, I said a gyro. <laughs> Because I'm not an ass who says euro. <laughs> let's go. Let's go for some faux, everyone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It comes with salad. I'm excited to eat it. <laughs> I'm not actually judging. It's fine, Erica. <laughs> I'm not stressed about it. Yeah, like culturally, culturally appropriating live on this podcast. Okay, you know <laughs> okay well. That is it for the epilogue on this podcast. Uh, that is going to do it. You know, last week, two weeks ago, we should have ended with like a call to go vote. But now yeah. I'm going to say, hey, if you didn't vote, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if you did vote, hey, nice job. Yeah, you voted you from Japan. There's no excuse not yeah, to vote. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there are excuses like voter suppression, but yeah. hey, okay, if you're, but... you're a white person. What the fuck <laughs> uh I, yeah i i hope everyone you know everyone who's listening did their duty uh and voted uh if not fuck off unless you can't vote uh in the u.s okay so if that very specific yeah fuck said, off alex yeah why did you vote sam people people who are citizens of the u.s <laughs> who are eligible to vote who are not suppressed hey what the fuck everyone else good work keep doing what you're doing i hope you have a good one uh you know maybe i can if you did not vote in the u.s election and are eligible to send me your name i'll make a hitman contract to uh to take you out 
in the game, not in real life. Just want to make that clear. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going, keep rolling. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this podcast. Uh, episode 43, 44. Episode 44 of Gaming Fix on November 10th, 2018. Yep. Alex, where can people find you? Uh, Krispy Kreme. Which oh. one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Erica, uh, you could follow me on Twitter uh, at Erica A I R E H C U H. I'm not going to plug my other podcast because I haven't really been doing it. <laughs> did did uh, those episodes ever going? get uploaded? What's that? Did those episodes ever get uploaded? Nope, they're <laughs> sitting on a hard drive on my desk. <laughs> what, what? How's missed? Uh, yep. <laughs> okay and uh you can find me on twitter rambling incoherently at c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w or cool slaw i don't know i've been thinking about changing it back to uh what it originally was but uh, what if i change it to something else i don't know then you gotta go back and re-record all of these i just have to dub over and have alex just alex fix podcast <laughs> we dub all this <laughs> Do we, do we update the Pornhub account too? <laughs> I don't think you can. You have to make a new one. I don't know. Can you, I don't know. I don't know the finer the details of Pornhub accounts. That's a lie. For a while, no. For a while on Tinder, I did have "Let's get verified on Pornhub" together as a as a part of my bio. Wow. I I just put a lot of weird shit in there to see, and like to see like okay what kind of person is gonna swipe yes on this <laughs> and I'm like okay so what part what bio what what part of that was attractive <laughs> uh, you know we'll do it doggy style so we can both watch X Files you know just the classics wow something it was basically like a Rorschach test <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a Myers Hoff or whatever Myers Briggs. <laughs> Sure. Uh, whatever. I was watching X Files at the time, so uh, I never finished though. But that show gets—it's uh, so good, and then it gets so bad. Just like this podcast it started off real strong, and then it just keeps going, and I keep talking. I'm gonna go eat. Bye. <laughs> that's that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy Thanks. It. All right, later, y'all. Bye. Bye.